The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, there have been suggestions that the minimum wage should be increased specifically for teenagers. So people might not realise this. Some people, the minimum wage nationally is €11.30 an hour. But that's only if you're 20 or over. If you're 19, it's 10.17. If you're 18, it drops below that to 9.04. And if you're under 18, 7 euro 91 an hour compared to the national rate of 11 euro 30 like i say it has led to calls from the retail union mandate uh, for an abolition of the discriminatory and disrespectful sub minimum rates in other words bring everyone all those teenagers up to 11 euro 30 ross boyd is from the union of students in ireland uh, ross i i assume this is still the long standing position of the usi yeah, absolutely is alongside the vision of the USI in this. I think very much we see a very simple way of saying that equal work should be worth an equal pay. So where we hear about the wage rate for under 20-year-olds being lower than the minimum wage, I think it really shows how discriminatory it is, but I think how much it is a simple way of where we talk about increasing minimum wage and it doesn't affect all students in that way and all those young people under 20 years old. So definitely we would agree with the mandate calls to increase the minimum wage and ensure that it's one minimum wage for all students, no matter what age you may be. John Barry's with us as well, Ross. He's a HR and employment law consultant. Uh, he's a member of the ISME National Council as well. Uh, John, what's the rationale for having these tiered minimum wages? Hi, Kieran. Good evening. He, uh, look, firstly, just in relation to the point you've made, uh, it was equal work for equal pay. Then every organisation who has incremental pay scales should get rid of them because uh, people are doing equal work for equal pay. So the reality is, is we recognize a number of things. We recognize that service should be rewarded. We're recognizing also that experience should be rewarded. And we're talking about people coming into the workforce generally for the first time. So the reason why I believe this was brought in the first place was because people needed to learn up on the job and they had to develop their skills and expertise. And this was a way of doing it because uh, we are talking generally about low paid jobs. We're not talking about highly skilled jobs. Um, and uh, so my view is, is, is that that's why it was there. Those reasons haven't changed. People are still coming mm-hmm. in. They still need to learn how to work in the workplace. They still need to learn the skills of the workplace. And for a very short period of time in their working life, they are progressing up to the national minimum wage. But, but, but those, sorry John to cut stop. across you, those, those incremental pay increases, they they usually relate to the the length of service rather than age. So in other words, if, if, if I went in and took a job, a minimum wage job in a supermarket stacking shelves tomorrow uh, uh, and a 17 year old took the same job in the same supermarket, there were two vacancies, we'd both be paid different wages. I'd be paid the minimum wage of €11.30 Euro and the 17 year old doing the same work as me would be paid seven ninety one. If, if that was your first job, if, if your first job is since you're 18, then no, you'd be treated the same as, as a person on the 18-year wait because that's the situation. The, the point is, is, is that we're not talking about service here. The, the opening comment for, well, for, was made, equal pay for equal work. Now, you have incremental scales lasting seven or eight years, and they are more than, more than just recognizing service. They are pay rises for people. Uh, who are doing the same work for the same pay? It should be if you're applying yeah. that logic, you know. So it's not it's not a simple slogan. They're there for a good reason, and those reasons haven't really changed. Ross, can I go back to you on that? The suggestion that this is simply the same logic that applies to incremental pay 
increases right across the board. Well, if you tell a student who's under working under minimum wage that they're meant to afford college fees, they're meant to afford education wage that isn't even close to what is the minimum wage technically meant to be, and not even a living wage alone that, I think they'd be quite disrespected. I think it is a case of a lot of students that we've heard, especially from our work in other student unions, is that it is a case of they are being have to work so many hours just to sort of make their education last and make sure that they have to balance this. And it's affecting their education, but it's also affecting their mental health, where they actually have to earn so much of their jobs because they're underpaid from these rates. It's not a case of how much experience they have. It's a case of they're not trying to get it for the experience. I think a lot of students as well, especially in that case, would actually be just doing it just to make a living, I think, especially in that argument as well. And especially where it comes to this, I think it should be a simple case of never mind what the experience you may get. It should be about the pay you get and Mm. make sure that anyone who has a job in such a way is able to actually it, make a living off that job and afford but, that. But what, what, what do you say to John's point, though, that the experience matters and that these grades are reflective of the fact that someone coming in at 17 has probably never had a job before? I feel like experience is irrelevant to the fact that they should be able to be paid a fair rate. I think it's a case of where it comes to actually having to make a living, as such as, as I emphasise again. I think it's very much where I recognise a lot of students have to work these jobs, a lot of people, young people have to work these words and have to work these extra hours, that sort of creates the pressury things in that case. I think it's a case of where you talk to a lot of students, they're not trying to do it for their CV, they're not trying to do it for any experience, but they're to their college degree. They're just trying to make sure that they can put bread on the table, that they can afford rent, and that they're just able to okay. sort of be able to balance all that. John, you heard what Ross had to say. We should be paying students enough that they can get by on, and this isn't enough. Well, I mean, it's, look, I mean, a person who's paying a mortgage and got kids is, is not entitled to any more than the minimum wage. So, I mean, there's the same argument can be applied there. I mean, the minimum wage isn't there to to, to basically to, to fund school fees or college fees. It's there to help, no question about it. And certainly people should be encouraged to go to college. But the point is, is, is that this applies to everybody, not just students. This applies to someone who has decided not to go to college and to leave school and then go into the workplace. And they too have got to develop their skills. They've got to learn how to work in the workplace. They've got to develop their skills and make a contribution. And, and that principle hasn't changed over the years uh, at all. You know, they, they are still learning the, the business of, of how to work. Uh, and how to contribute. And someone who has been in the job for 20 years, they see a 17-year-old come in and he get exactly the same money. They're going to have something to say about that as well. And I have had many experiences where it has been said, you know, these youngsters that come in, they're way overpaid. And that's people at the current, current situation. But it's there. It's in place. And it's there for a good reason, which is primarily to give employers the opportunity to say, we'll bring someone in and we'll train them up mm. and we'll give them the opportunity to work as opposed to bringing someone on the minimum wage. If that's the case, why do you not bother to recruit just older people all the time? John Barry, HR and Employment Law Consultant, member of the ISME National Council and Ross Boyd from the Union of Students of Ireland. Gentlemen, thank you both very much for joining me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.